You're listening to the Heart-Centered Service Podcast. A podcast to help freelancers create the lifestyle of their dreams while doing work that brings them purpose. I'm your host, Francesca Mamlin. And I'm your other host, Krista Aoki. Each week, we'll release new episodes with tips and personal stories for online service-based entrepreneurs. We hope you enjoy. Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of Heart-Centered Service, a podcast where we talk about all things freelance. I'm your host, Francesca Mamlin. And I'm your other host, Krista Aoki. So this is episode one. Thank you so much for joining us. We're really excited to have you here and to have this podcast out here. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yes, I'm so excited. Um, Welcome to our Heart-Centered Service fam. I just stumbled over that. (laughs) That's okay. Okay. Yeah, welcome to the fam. It's gonna be it's gonna be a, a great journey. Um, today we're just gonna be introducing ourselves. We're not gonna do anything too exciting today. Just introductions, but we are gonna talk about what we think freelancing is. Yeah. So before um, we started recording this episode, I hopped onto Google real quick and typed in freelancer just to figure out what is a freelancer and according to wikipedia a freelancer is a term for someone who is self-employed rather than committed to an employer long term so then wikipedia goes on to say that freelancers are sometimes represented by a company or a temporary agency that resells freelance labors to clients so i guess that's um subcontracting while other freelancers work independently or use websites like upwork or people per hour to get work so it's a pretty broad term But Fran, um, what's your definition of freelancer? Yeah, so I mean, there's so many different types of freelancers out there. Like even now that I was listening, as I was listening to you read that, I was thinking about how um, my last job, I used to work in theater and I was technically considered a freelancer. And like basically I would be contracted to a show for several months. And then after a few months, I would have to find another job. Like I wasn't. It, but but now I'm a freelancer, but in a very different way. And I think this podcast is actually about the kind of online type of freelancing that allows people to be location independent. And um, so, yeah, basically, um, now I define freelancing as someone who has a skill and they bring it directly to clients. So they're not relying on an employer to give them opportunities to do their work. They like find those opportunities themselves and they work on their own terms and they work within a specific zone of zone of genius and they're serving the people that they work the best with so that's the kind of freelancer that we're talking we're talking to yeah definitely that's our zone of genius is the online freelancing absolutely yeah so what do you think a freelancer is Krista so (laughs) I associate freelancing with independent and service-based work Um, so like the Wikipedia definition um, Freelancers, I would say, are self-employed. Um, there's a big debate, are freelancers entrepreneurs? And I think, yes, freelancers are definitely entrepreneurs because freelancers are normally managing their own expenses, um, their income, um, they're 
in charge of the way that they stay organized um, with their they're in charge of their systems and they're in charge of in most cases their work schedule so um, I definitely think that freelancers are entrepreneurs um, who are managing their own business absolutely and I really like the term that's being thrown around lately of solopreneur because yeah. like you could be like freelancing and working like for other people a bunch of, but you're also like you might have a bookkeeper or a virtual assistant that you're managing and like that's very much like you're running a business like you have employees you're like in charge of all of that stuff you it, you it's your business no question no yeah. question yeah don't ever let anyone tell you that you're not an entrepreneur because yeah. <laughs> you are <laughs> so um yeah this episode we're getting to know each other so i guess um Krista and I are just going to introduce ourselves yeah, so that so. you guys know who the hell is talking to you. Yeah, so Fran, what are you all about? What am I all about? Okay, so two years ago, I graduated from university and I got a degree in theater. So I was working as a stage manager and like a technician behind the scenes in shows. I was mostly working in like Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Um, and I, I won't get into too much about the kind of work that I was doing, but um, stage managers were people that were in charge of making sure that all of the technical elements, like the lights, the sounds, the costumes, the set, like all of that kind of comes together and creates a cohesive show every night. It was a really, really intense job. I started doing it when I was a sophomore in college and I enjoyed it for a really long time. But when I graduated from college, I started to think like, this isn't really what I want to do my whole life. Like I want a little, I have more to give than just managing shows over and over and over again. And um, yeah, and I, I just had this overwhelming desire to travel. That was, I, I really didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And anytime somebody would ask me, so like, what do you want? I would just be like, I want to get on a plane and go somewhere. Like I want to go to Thailand. I want to go somewhere. Um, and so I started to research every possible way that I could make that happen. I, I applied for the Peace Corps. I looked into teaching English overseas, um, I, a lot of things. And I stumbled upon an article about these two girls that were making money online and traveling um and these were the bucket list bombshells and like i have yeah i love them so much I, they actually ended up doing a video about me like a year later like i'm super into their business i love what they're all about um but i took their course and i i taught so i took the tech skills course and i learned a bunch of tech skills on like on the computer um like setting up websites and landing pages and like all of that stuff all the ins and outs of running a, an online business or like being a virtual assistant and then on top of that i took some courses in digital marketing and i started out as a freelance social media manager but then i quickly moved into copywriting and email marketing and sales funnels so i was doing that kind of work for about a year i managed to i i finished one of my theater contracts and then just stopped taking new ones and I booked a one-way ticket to Bali, January 2018, and I was just traveling and working. And then about halfway through 2018, I started to think like, okay, so I've been able to create an income for myself doing this, and I'm able to travel now, but there's still something missing. So I, was, I, I, I figured out that it was a desire to kind of create my own stuff. Um, I wanted to experience I wanted more opportunities to express myself. I also knew that like, even though I enjoyed marketing, it still wasn't like, I still hadn't found the thing that I want to really put myself into long-term. Um, so I just kind of launched a podcast 
And my podcast is called The Reckless Entrepreneur. I've been doing it since November, and it's very much a, a passion project of mine. It started as a side project, but it quickly opened a new door into like a new like career path for me because the one of the listeners of the Reckless Entrepreneur podcast, like maybe three to four weeks after I launched it, so I'd, I'd released like maybe four episodes, she, um, somebody messaged me on Facebook. Like, I mean, like they went and found my personal Facebook profile and like sent me a direct message and was like, do you do any kind of business coaching? Because like <laughs> she resonated a lot with my story um, and she resonated with like who I was and she just really felt like she wanted me to like mentor her through the process of building a business. And I was like, um, I don't, but I'm willing to try if you are. So uh, I took her on as a coaching client and it went really well. And yeah, now I'm doing more of that. I'm actually a business coach now. <laughs> so yeah, I help people produce online service-based businesses and I help my clients build a business where they can come from a place of service and also build the lifestyle of their dreams. So. Yeah, and I think it's really cool because I also know a little bit of the backstory to that. Like you would type into our Discord channel, which is kind of like Slack, and you said, you guys, I have this goal of being a business coach. And this is before this girl even um, messaged you and without you really putting it out there onto social media or onto your podcast, um, this opportunity came to you and um, and just aligned with your intention um, and what you put out into the universe. So that's just so cool. Um, yeah. And <laughs> I think another thing you forgot to mention is that when you were starting out, you um, had a million clients, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I might have skipped that part of the story. So, um, yeah, when I started, as, when I was a freelance social media manager I actually had 13 clients which um we'll we'll probably get into this in another podcast episode please don't do that to yourself ever never ever ever do that to yourself we'll probably talk about ways in this podcast that you can um set up your business so that you are meeting your income goals with like a very small amount of high level clients because yes. that's that's in my opinion, what most freelancers should be aiming for, but definitely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we all make mistakes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> Especially as overachievers. And I think freelancers are typically um, overachievers because they go beyond the level of uh, just being an employee and um, have like these kids. freelancers can like also have an addictive personality. So um, just, yeah saying yes to all of these opportunities is something I find that freelancers have to, or saying yes to opportunities is something I have to, that freelancers often have to like train themselves against basically. Mm -hmm. Like you have to learn how to say no. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. Where uh, overachievers are often obsessive and we often overload ourselves. <laughs> and we'll definitely be discussing this a lot in this podcast. So definitely. We've got that so we've got that to look forward to. Yes. <laughs> so let's learn a little more about Krista now. What's what's your deal, Krista? Well, I am a web designer and brand manager and it took me forever to get the courage to call myself that because it's not a title that was given to me 
by an employer. It's a title that I had to give myself, which um, I really struggled with, I guess, imposter syndrome. Like, am I a web designer? Am I a brand manager? But I do design websites for multiple agencies and multiple companies, and I do help brands manage their online presence. So yeah, I am a web designer and a brand manager. Um, and I really like to talk about my culture when I talk about how I started freelancing. Geographically, I'm a Pacific Islander. Ethnically, I'm Asian. And um, my nationality is an Asian American from Guam. And my parents are ethnically Asian. So in our household, work and the amount that you work is equivalent to self-value. Um, my mom worked three jobs while um, I was going through high school. And so I really respected myself when I had three jobs to get by in Hawaii. And when I worked 50 or more hours a week as a paralegal in Los Angeles. Um, and so when I started freelancing, I thought that um, doing all of the work, all of the time was the most um, amazing and fulfilling thing, um, which, as we'll talk about in future episodes, um, it's not always the case. Um, but then in 2017, I realized that people are making money online. This was a really new thing for me. Um, and I realized this from a huge 44 cent affiliate sale that I made on Amazon. <laughs> Um, I had made small sums of money online in the past from Amazon MTurk, which is just like you get small, uh, like pennies for doing small tasks. Um, uh, but blogging introduced me to the world of affiliate marketing and um, online freelancing. So I started blogging in 2017 and I made a name for myself as a blogger who would help people with their WordPress problems. So people came to me to design WordPress websites and fix small issues that were on their WordPress sites. And I think this was my first um, interaction with freelancing. Um, shortly after that, in I guess um, 2017 as well, I put in my two weeks notice or one month notice to my job and bought a one-way ticket to Thailand, which was really cool. And um, and in Thailand, I, can, I found my first regular client, someone who I still work with today. And, um, and then I basically worked on my skill set, my freelancing skill set, and ended up um, as a website designer as well. And I fell into this so accidentally. I just basically um, kept designing websites and kind of kept telling people that I was doing WordPress websites. And I feel like this isn't what I uh, intended to do, but it's what I'm doing now and I'm really, enjoy it um my life is everything everything in my life is kind of branded i <laughs> i'm known in our co-working office as the girl who likes pink and we learned yesterday that people also really know that i love eggs so um branding and using visual symbols um to create recognition uh they're just totally my jam so it's really cool that i found a career that really aligns with things that I love. Um, and yeah, now I'm freelancing full time. I just looked and about 90% of my income comes from 
service-based work and 10% comes from affiliate marketing. So I'm really excited to, in this podcast, talk about how freelancers can use affiliate marketing to um, boost their um, passive income or residual income. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have a lot to share about affiliate marketing. And you really are, but then also branding. Like (laughs) you, it's true. Like everybody knows when you say Krista, oh, she likes eggs, she likes pink. She owns Reroute Lifestyle. She's got the stickers, you know, like everybody oh, knows. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's really cool because like you're, you're basically a walking brand, but it's so authentic, you know, like your brand is so authentic to who you are and you live it every day, which I think is a really cool example for me to try and follow. Oh my gosh. I feel like we shouldn't even get started talking about branding because I have so much to say about um, yeah, personal branding and uh, freelancing or yeah. just as an individual. Yeah. You do. Yeah. So luckily we've got a whole podcast where we can where we can talk where about we can it. Nerd out. I'm so excited. Um, but one thing that um, stood out about your story was you talked about imposter syndrome in the beginning. You talk a lot about your identity and how much how much that really means to you to be Pacific Islander, to be Asian, to be um, to be an Asian American, even though you're from Guam, which is like very very far away from America. <laughs> and then also kind of like that the household that you grew up in, where you're it's it's encouraged to be working a lot. So like, how have you been able to take the parts of your identity that are in alignment with you, and then kind of release the parts that are not in alignment with you? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Big question, Ben. Big (laughs) question. I want to know. As a business coach, I want to (laughs) know. Yeah, definitely. So um, I think that being really involved in the freelancing community um, and the online community uh, and listening to what other people value, people in our industry, people really do value um, having the freedom to... Um, go to coffee at nine in the morning or at two in the afternoon and have that coffee session be an hour long because they're chatting with a friend or people really valued um, being able to design their days and it was when I experimented with what I what I could do so oh yeah I can take a day off on a Wednesday and as long as I'm meeting on my deadlines it's okay like wow it's really weird like instead of asking an employer for days off i realized oh okay i can ask myself so i guess it was a lot of like testing what i testing the permissions that i like could give myself which is really weird to say but um we grow up like oh may i go to the toilet like in the (laughs) middle of the classroom and and instead like so we grow up like asking people for permission when um, really I started experimenting um, as a freelancer oh I can consult my schedule and ask myself for permission so um, yeah I guess that um, just playing around with um, the everything that's going on around me and online on Instagram on Facebook and my limits with myself yeah that's awesome we being your own boss is such an amazing privilege that that comes with owning a business being a freelancer you also have to be a good boss you know you don't want to be the boss that you escaped that you that you built the business to escape you also don't want to be the boss that doesn't ever get anything done definitely 
it's a balance. Oh, it's such a hard balance too, because then there's the part of, oh, well, <laughs> I'm my own boss, so I don't have to do this. But yeah, I think freelancing, you're right, is just about this like balance and um, really understanding yourself and not letting yourself get sucked into bad habits. Absolutely. It's such a, my, my business coach always says that owning a business forces you to become the best version of yourself because you're so accountable for every single thing that you do and every insecurity is kind of amplified into your business and oh my gosh it's really (laughs) cool too and maybe that's why um I really admire um meeting other business owners and freelancers on the road is because um yeah, people are really driven. Um, a lot of freelancers say no to nights out when on the road, like people are going out, um, it could be every night of the week. And so you really have to um, have the discipline to say no and um, not, or like say no and like choose work over FOMO. Or um, if something's really important to you, say yes and just uh let your schedule like kind of revolve around what you want to say yes to. Mm -hmm. It kind of reminds me of, I think it was Brené Brown, she coined the term JOMO, which is the joy of missing out, where you like celebrate the fact that you said no to something because you're prioritizing what's important to you. Yes, definitely. Like you don't have to say no to everything. You just have to say no to things that aren't making you happy and aren't making you fulfilled. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I feel another podcast episode coming from this. I know. (laughs) We've got a lot to talk about, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I have so much I want to talk about, but I'm really excited about this because um, uh, I love nerding out. One of the reasons why I wanted to start this podcast with you is because um, yeah, we can just talk for hours about business and just about business strategy too and also where we went wrong and how we kind of like um, learned from saying yes to too many projects. And yeah, totally. I'm glad that my microphone is finally out as we nerd out about business because it happens a lot anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is multitasking at its finest or like really like, um, you know how people say that you should... Um, you should, um, like, for example, oh, yeah, use your outline for a video as a blog post as well, and you're just, like, hitting all these birds with one stones, and then you take some stuff from the blog post and you put it on an Instagram quote. That's what we're doing by just talking and adding a microphone to our conversation. Absolutely, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But let's talk about some of the other reasons that we started this podcast. So what on earth is heart-centered service? Like, what, what does that mean to you? Oh, wow. So obviously it's operating from a place of heart. um, But to me, that's also just um, doing what you love. And so um, being able to choose like who you work with. um, So I work with only women um, and I love it. It really um, I'm very, very specific with it, but I really love working with um, independent women who know what they want. And, and that allows me to, to produce my best work. And so um, I think heart-centered freelancing and heart-centered service is knowing, um, knowing what your values are and what you want to put out into the world and creating boundaries that kind of let you, let you do that. Like make sure that the work that you're doing is fulfilling you and um, that way, yeah, you can produce your best work. Yeah. 
How about you, Fran? What does heart-centered freelancing mean to you? Yeah, so when I think of heart-centered, I I go straight to like the idea of purpose and helping people find their purpose is actually something that I'm really passionate about because I think we have a lot of weird ideas in our society of what purpose means. Like sometimes I think we attach purpose to a specific thing like, oh, like being a mom is my purpose. Being a this job is my purpose. But um, I see purpose as being more than what can just fit into one area of your life. You know, like I think purpose is is just something that you can you have the opportunity to live it every single moment of every single day. So um, I when when I think about heart centered service, I think about finding a way to construct your job so that your purpose fits really nicely into it. So for me, my purpose is to empower people. And I try to live that every moment of every day. There's opportunities to do that. Like I can empower my friends. I can empower people through the other podcast I have, through this podcast. Um, I can empower my dog if I really want to, like by <laughs> helping her feel confident, you know. Um, but I've also been able to create this job for myself as a business coach where I empower people to you know, take the leap and build this business that they've been wanting to build and design this lifestyle that they want to build. So, and to me, that's heart-centered service. It's like, okay, breaking down all of these like barriers and like ideas of what, what you think or what other people have put into your head about who you should be and figuring out what the truth is and then making a job out of that. Oh, I love that because yeah, people can be so judgy and society can be like, oh no, if you're not this, then what are you? Um, And I was guilty of it when I was growing up. I thought freelancer was like the equivalent of unemployed, but it's not. It's actually very much the opposite. So I think it's really cool that you say heart-centered freelancing is kind of just like breaking through past those boundaries and doing something that aligns with your purpose. Mm -hmm. You have to break down a lot of boundaries and a lot of like limiting beliefs before you can even get to the point where you're considering being a freelancer because like you said like a lot of people are like oh you're a freelancer so like you don't have any stability like you're probably don't make a lot of money like yeah. Yeah even when um, I was going into this a lot of people were trying to tell me like oh well when you get back into the workforce you're going to have a hard time like climbing up and you'll have to start from the bottom and um, there's just so much against freelancing which is why I'm so excited that we're building a community that kind of you know like uplifts people for taking that um, step towards freelancing Mm -hmm. because um, yeah it's not escaping the workforce it's Mm -hmm. It's doing so much more. I'm I'm learning so much by freelancing and like having to manage my own business finances, having to decide what to pay myself, deciding what to spend my money on. Like one of the things that I do every quarter is I look at my profit and loss statement, see where my money is going, and trying to decide like, okay, do is the money that I'm spending on these certain things, are they moving my business forward? And so I think it's really like this type of critical thinking that is, um, that's really valuable. And um, if I decided to go back into the workforce, um, I would have a lot to say to really be able to sell myself. Absolutely. And you'd have a lot to bring into the work yeah. if you if you ever wanted to go back, which yeah. that's a big if because we don't have to. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so that's why we started this podcast. Um, but why should people listen to this podcast, Fran? 
Okay, so you should listen to this podcast if you want to be a freelancer or if you want to, you know, build any kind of service-based business and if you want to do it heart in a heart-centered way and if you want to design your own lifestyle and if you think we're awesome. Which we are. We are. <laughs> and you're awesome too, if you're listening. <laughs> yes, oh definitely. And I'm really excited because we're going to dive into how you can be a freelancer doing heart-centered work. So like we just said, um, this means finding clients who you love and who can BFF and who you can BFF. Um, it means taking on work that allows you to design your own schedule and running a stress-free, hopefully, freelance business. Absolutely. Stress, it, it challenging, but in a good way. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, because everyone has their challenges. If you ask someone over coffee, like, oh, what are you struggling with with your business? Definitely someone always has something to say. Mm-hmm. So the challenges will always be there, but they also don't have to be a source of stress. It can be like, oh, like I'm trying to solve this problem. And when I do solve it, it's going to be awesome because I'm amazing. Oh, heck yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you're looking for something like that, then you should continue listening to this podcast. Keep listening. Yeah. Subscribe on iTunes. And follow us on Instagram. Yeah. So what's your Instagram account, Fran? How can people find you? So my Instagram is at Francesca Mamlin. It's really simple. And mine is at Reroot Lifestyle. So R-E-R-O-U-T-E Lifestyle. Cool. And we'll have our handles written down in the show notes. So if you need spelling help, it'll be there for you. And... Tell if you know somebody who would like to hear our voices every week talking about freelancing, tell them about it. Yeah, if your friends love to nerd out about this kind of stuff, then I want them to be a part of our fan too. Um, and don't forget to leave us a rating or a review on iTunes. One that'll really help us out. Um, you know what we can do is like if you um, if you leave a rating review for this podcast, you can send us a screenshot. Um, so take a screenshot of the review and you can send it through a direct message to either me or Krista and maybe we'll do like a giveaway where we'll do like a website or an Instagram audit. Oh, that's so much fun. Yeah. So there we go, fam. Cool. That sounds good. So, um, yeah, I think that's all we have for you this week. Um, stay tuned because we'll have another episode next week. What are we talking about next week, Krista? I have no idea. I think it's about, um, what we wish we had known when we started our business. Yeah, I think you're right cool so until then i'm francesca mamlin and i'm krista oki go go do some heart-centered work yeah